Welcome to the Treble Podcast. I'm your host, David Gertler. Treble is a business networking platform that helps professionals manage, grow, and most importantly, leverage their network for new business and career opportunities. Our podcast highlights business professionals and their stories. Join us to hear how some amazing people navigated or created their own career path and share business insights with us. Hey, Zach, thanks so much for making time today. I really appreciate you um, carving out enough time to inspire the people that are listening to our podcast. Thanks, David. I really appreciate you having me. So it's a great treat to have you because I've interacted with a few um, coaches, uh, professional uh, coaches in my career, and I've never had a direct relationship with you, but I've heard such amazing things about what you do. So I'd like to ask you to describe a little bit about how you approach your business and how you would describe your services to people that are unaware. Absolutely. Well, I believe that everything can be made better. And in the context of my work, that involves helping people in their careers and their career paths. So what that looks like is uh, for the last five years, I've been running my own business, Cochrane Coaching LLC. And this business has primarily focused on supporting young professionals as they navigate and make decisions about their careers. Um, that said, everyone who is working needs some of this help. And so it's very broadly applicable. In fact, I've gone as far back as to work with people who are high school age to help set them up with a better foundation and as far forward as people who are planning their retirement and aren't ready to retire yet. Um, one of my most interesting groups of people that I've worked with are those of us who have decided we're not ready to be employees uh, any longer. We want to be the business owners. And so I've worked with business owners in the context of a facilitated peer advisory group that I run uh, on top of all of that. Oh, nice. Would it, is it fair to say that you work with people that are in a lot of transition or is it more at any stage, um, you know, give me a sense of, of what people, you know, where people typically engage your service. Yeah, I would say in transition is a good way to describe it. So if someone has come to this point, maybe they're 10 years, five years into their career and they've realized, oh gosh, the college major that I pursued, you know, it's not a match for me. I'm just not enjoying the fit anymore. Something's wrong and I don't know what that's a great candidate for me because I focus less on the end of the process where people are job hunting. They already know what they want. They just need some tips on interviews and resumes and that sort of thing. So I've worked with people in that context, but primarily where I focus is in that early stage of why am I stuck? Why do I feel like I'm misaligned and I don't know what I should be doing? I know that where I'm at is not the right match but I need to delve deeper into the way that I'm wired to better align who I am with the work that I do. Right. Interesting. And in regardless of industry, you're able to, it sounds like it's very much a person who is struggling to figure out or needs advice as opposed to a, a specific industry that you focus in on. Sure. And part of that could be a person that has jumped from industry to industry. They're still trying to find their niche or maybe they had a more liberal arts background and they just never had a clear vocational path for themselves. So it could very well be some combination of that. There are certain industries where if I find, like I talked with someone recently who is a nurse, uh, I ended up 
realizing, okay, they have some, some questions that I may not be equipped to handle. I'll look to refer those people out to someone in my network. And fortunately, my wife is an emergency room nurse turned trauma ICU nurse. So she was a great resource that I could point to. Oh, that's awesome. Um, talk to me a little bit about how you define success for your clients. Is that something that you know is easy or something that's individualized? Yeah. So success, I would say, starts with someone who feels stuck. They feel overwhelmed. They feel confused. They're lacking clarity. And a good analogy for that is it's almost like you've woken up in a cave and you're like, it's pitch black. I don't know where I am. I don't know how to get out of this. I just know that I'm stuck. And the work of a coach is to say, hey, look, I have a flashlight. Why don't we explore the caverns together? You can tell me where to go, where to point the light. If you want to explore the small cavern over here, you can see if that leads anywhere. If you want to see how far back this one goes, you know, we can explore that. And that process of asking open-ended questions and really engaging in a discovery process where you're exploring your career options with the other person is what leads to that greater clarity. So when I see outcomes that are ideal, it's not necessarily, people don't always work with me through to the point of execution where they land the job. Sometimes they do, but other times it's really focused on, I didn't know what I wanted. And now I've got some very clear options that I have a high degree of confidence and I, I feel confident that I can move forward and take some steps to explore that and you know, make it a reality. Yeah, that, that's amazing. Um, you woke up one day, you're middle school or high schooler and said, I want to be a career coach, right? <laughs> no, not exactly. So I, I yeah, so I was one of those people who in high school was in a liberal arts context. I then went to a liberal arts college and it was very open-ended as to what I could do with that, right? You could do almost anything when your major is politics, philosophy, and economics, and you concentrated a little bit unofficially in business, by the way. Mm -hmm. So I had a broad education, which was very helpful in some senses, but it was the senior year winter break for me in college when I was like, oh, I don't know what I'm going to do next. I need a job. And my life had been sort of on guide rails for the whole time, you know, leading up to that point. And I realized that there was this openness of life that was kind of terrifying. And so I ended up talking with a mentor. He said, Zachary, you're a people person. Why don't you consider public relations or maybe an assisted living home context? Mm -hmm. And I visited an assisted living home. It didn't feel like the right fit for me. So I said, I guess I'll do PR. He said, great. I know this PR firm. Why don't you start there? I applied and they accepted me as an intern. So I worked for seven months to essentially become an associate and continued in that career path until I realized PRs, it's great. I learned a lot of great things and met a lot of great people, but it wasn't probably the long-term fit for me in part because it's a lower paying job until you get really senior in it. And and being in New York City, of course, that's uh, that's challenging when there are Manhattan rent prices to pay. So I ended up switching to an advertising technology company that a friend of mine was working at. And from there, did PR, marketing, communications. And that company expanded really rapidly. My role became redundant as they had whole teams doing what I was originally doing. And they eliminated my position. Hmm. So I went back and talked to my network. I uh, had a lunchtime conversation with a former manager at the PR firm and she was now running a museum. And she said, well, why don't you come work for me? And so what 
I've heard is an incredibly difficult process to get into the museum industry for me was an overnight offer that just came out of the blue. And it was, you know, the kindness of someone who was looking out for me as well as who, you know, had a role that they needed to fill and it worked out really well. So I became a manager uh, focused on visitor services or visitor experience, which was a really great experience. But by the time I was a couple years into that, I realized here I am, I've been working, I've been doing these 60 hour, you know, holiday retail seasons for a couple of years now. It's just not what I saw myself doing, like not, not what I enjoy. And so I had to kind of pause and reflect, okay, it's been about six years, seven years now, what could I do that's been consistent throughout all that time? And the irony was I had been helping my friends land jobs. And so I thought, hmm, perhaps I could do something with that. So I talked with another mentor. He suggested I take a skills assessment that recommended that I might be a good career counselor given my skill sets. And I said, well, I guess if I have enough support, I'll try it. So that's what brought me back to Maryland. And I launched my business in September, 2017 and I've been running it ever since. Wow, that's amazing. So part for you, you've, it sounds like you've never had an official coach yourself, but you've had informal, right? You've gone to your network, mentors, previous bosses. So talk to me a little bit about how you knew to do that, because that's not an obvious thing for many people. Yeah. So I suppose one of the benefits of the, maybe the culture I grew up in, as well as the college that I went to, is there was a big emphasis on leadership and leadership development. And so as I started to think about mentors, I've, I've just found it somewhat natural to consider people informally mentors or to even formally ask them for mentorship. And that has continued to evolve over time. You know, I talked at the beginning about how I believe that you can make everything better and particularly in the career context. And I think one of the most effective strategies for that is to build a really strong support team for yourself. So some of what I recommend for people in a career coaching context is actually what I experienced, which is I needed to find plenty of people who could be sponsors or mentors or even coaches. Um, and you know, part of the way that I got into the facilitated peer advisory group work is that I found someone who was a coach who was willing to mentor and coach me and you know, coach me in that business model as well. And so I've I would say I probably, I haven't counted recently, but I would probably need more than two hands to, to list my support team of mentors and coaches, both formal and informal right now. Wow. When people come to you, um, do they come because they finally understand that they need some assistance or like, it sounds like you have always been so self-aware that, you know, the secret is to, you know, tap into other people and ask advice, et cetera. Um, you know, give me a sense of the types of, of people that come to you or what their mindset is when they actually do reach out to any, uh, to a coach. Right. That's a great question. And since I have sort of a reflective personality, I tend to think through things. I mean, that's part of why I chose philosophy as part of my major. But uh, as far as the reason people come to me, it really does vary. And I would say it can be sometimes people are just not sure what they want to do and they don't have some of those sort of creative problem solving skill sets that are really required for this career design process. 
as you think about what you could do and aligning who you are with what you do and all of that, it really is a creative process and one that requires almost its own skill set. So I would call career design. And so that's why I sometimes use the term that I'm a career design coach to differentiate from sort of more of the tactical career coaching that people think about. So when people come, you know, they might feel stuck and just unable to come up with some ideas on their own. Another big thing that I, you know, reason that people come to me, I've sort of noticed as a trend is they might have a smaller network and they don't have that support system of mentors and other people who they're talking with regularly. And so they need someone who has some experience in this field and through a referral, they might get to me. And it could very well be any other host of reasons. People come with different scenarios, but I find usually the people who are the best suited for work with me are often those who have this kind of internal need. Maybe they've struggled with the problem for more than a few weeks or months, and it's something that is just not going away. And they really know that they need to throw some honest effort behind solving this problem of what are they going to do with their career? How can they make it work for them more effectively? And they're ready to throw some resources behind that as well. Let, you know, whether that be time or if they have a sponsor and so they might be only paying for part of their sessions or if they have the resources financially, you know, they can sort of set their pace and say, you know, okay, I'll work with Zachary on a you know, weekly, bi-weekly or monthly basis. What do you enjoy most about uh, the services that you provide? Mm. So there might be two answers to that. One, I really enjoy being a part of a person's development and growth. And that process is really rewarding for me to see them go from lack of clarity to clarity or from a you know, sense of no direction to direction. And that sort of transformative process feels very good to be a part of that. Um, and for me, I'd say maybe more on a, another level, I really enjoy just dealing with complex problems and that you know, they don't have necessarily good, easy answers. And I love that kind of strategic work. And so for me, you know, another title that I've toyed with is the idea of being a career strategist, right? Like I play strategy games for fun. For me, you know, that's part of the work that I find enjoyable is to say, well, where could we fit you in? Like, how could we do that? And, you know, I've had some interesting wins within my life on that strategy front, um, just uh, in college, I was a part of a business strategy competition and out of 256 participants landed up, landed fourth in the world for that. Wow. So that was sort of like, a, oh, I guess I have some natural talent at this. And uh, sort of a fun side story is when I was a teenager, I once played three people in chess at the same time and beat them all. So sort of, oh. yeah, fun. I've liked strategy games for a long that's time. Well, that's, that's cool. Um, so let's take a, a bit of a meta step out as you look upon your career and where you've been, where you are now, how do you, what do you see for the future for Zach Cochran? Yeah, uh, so I was thinking about this the other day and so much of the work that I'm doing right now feels like it fits me so well. Mm-hmm. And you know, as you think about the steps I've taken in my career, it was two to three years per role. And now I'm over five years having run my business. And so I think I've found the work that so aligns with my values and my skill sets that this could be what I do for the rest of my career. And to that point, 
there are different ways in which a uh, coach can develop themselves in their career path. One of the things I've been working toward is to become a better business owner with the right mindsets and the uh, other things that go along with running not just your own business as a solo entrepreneur, which I currently am, but even the idea of building that and scaling that into a larger coaching organization, which I think could be really rewarding as one possible future for me as well. Um, there's also credentials. And so uh, I've considered what it might look like to try and get the highest level of credential with the International Coaching Federation, which would be the Masters as cert Certified Coaching or MCC. And so that that's sort of another professional aspiration I'd say that I have. And then just in general, I'm seeing that there is a large need both for business owners as well as for companies. And so I have a current client right now where I'm getting to do employee development coaching. Really, it's leadership development with their employees. And I'm currently working with five of their employees that may continue to grow over time. So I'd really love to do more of that kind of work as well, where I can help someone who's not just struggling with where do I go, but it's those people who found a fit, found a good culture and a good company to stay at, but they want to keep improving themselves. And again, that really aligns with my belief around people can always find things to improve about themselves. And when they do that, it makes everything around them better. Oh, that's awesome. So I'm going to ask you to commit in a few years, we come back and we do this again and we see what's changed and what's stayed the same. Does that work for you? That sounds amazing. Yeah, I'd be interested to know where I'll be in five years because one thing I've learned from the last several years is you can never quite predict what the future is. You can only plan and work towards what's right as the next step. That's awesome. If people want to get a hold of you, Zach, what's the best way? Sure. Um, so if they'd like, they can reach out to me on LinkedIn, Zachary Cochran. That's a really great way to find me. Uh, alternatively, if they want my email um, or they can reach out to me on my website, uh, Zachary at CochranCoachingLLC.com and my number business numbers on there as well. Excellent. Zach, thank you so much for spending some time and providing some insights for people who are looking to um, get that professional advice and help them get unstuck. Uh, I definitely encourage them to reach out to you and um, see how that goes. Thank you so much for your time today. Thanks so much, David. It was a pleasure talking with you. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Treble Podcast. If you're inspired by this story, want to network more effectively, and unlock new business and career opportunities, download Treble from the App Store today. You'll need to search for Treble Network, all one word. We're offering an exclusive deal for our podcast listeners to get a free premium membership with the promo code TREBLEPOD. Again, use the code TREBLEPOD to get a free premium membership on Treble today.